equipment oh did we yeah i think (laughs) do you do you want to tell me a little bit more about it not really but we have mics now and so hopefully we sound professional and if we don't then i just got scammed (laughs) and we're sorry that we had to drag you into our scam (laughs) (laughs) yeah but hopefully we sound a little better less ratchet oh my gosh than before (laughs) I'm just trying to loosen the pipes. Trying to loosen the pipes. Okay. You're right. Whoa. Welcome back to the book club. It's been so long. It's our final movie or episode before the Oscars. It is. is If you've been following our previous episodes, you'll know that we've been covering some of the most nominated films. Mm -hmm. And so we decided to... What? (laughs) <laughs> oh, we decided to cover. We decided to cover another one. Uh, oh, I mean, we yeah, yeah. we took you down a little bit of a weird rabbit hole last week. We understand that. Oh, right. <laughs> that was the Razzies. We're prepared for the Razzies as well. It's true. That will be announced next Saturday. <gasps> I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, this episode we're going to talk about three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah, and. What do you think of that long title in this modern well, day? Well, disclaimer, I hope that the rest of the podcast we can refer to it as simply three billboards. Of course. Okay. That's why I'm that's why I'm asking you about this because everyone calls it three billboards. Well, it's so funny and it's great because I can kind of plug in a story about uh, the first time I heard about the title, the first time I even heard about the movie. You know, I didn't see a commercial or ad or anything. I was in my classroom. It was my first production course over at UT. And when the professor started the course, she started her lecture by asking the 200-plus student class, so so see anything cool this weekend? Anybody see any good movies? She'd be like, oh, yeah, what'd you see? And then everybody raised their hands, and eventually they just start shouting it out. And one guy was like, uh, three billboards just uh, outside Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> and, and I was like, three billboards? I think I think it was more like he just said three, bo- three, three billboards, and the teacher was like, oh, yeah? <laughs> he's like yeah yeah uh, outside ebbing missouri oh my god yeah i don't i don't think i approve of the long title i don't know if it, they were just trying to like be annoying you know like just not not be annoying, be annoying not be annoying but like just be like oh our movie is good so everyone will have to call it this long ass name i don't know i just think they're everyone's gonna have to say it so many times at the oscars you know they're just like haha we made a long name so you have to you know it, yeah uh could be yeah could <laughs> be it's like they they have to uh they don't finish saying the title of the movie until they're everybody got up on stage <laughs> yeah i guess so that's a good strategy <laughs> but yeah so most people just refer to it as three billboards well Okay, well, I don't know what I think about it. Um, we'll be- I, I actually like odd names, so I think it's like an odd name, and right. that's what 
I appreciate about it. it. It does make you contemplate and think. It's it's out of context for a movie, so yeah. you know, just by alone from the title, it it is stand out. Yeah, that way, that's you know? true. That's more positive. I'm all about breaking the mold, you know. <laughs> yeah. Because it's definitely been something of a trend to see movies or TV shows Wait. with just one word. I like it. Yeah. I agree. Some uh, trim, well, trim just, down everything. I just feel like three, to... three billboards made sense. Just three billboards made sense to me. But they just, whatever. So we're, we're going to keep it spoiler free right now. Remember, for the first half or right, first right, right, part, right. whatever. I was going to say that. I, I just, mean, well, 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 that being said, hold on. What, okay. <laughs> we we haven't really defined the parameters of of the spoiler. Like what? Well, at what point does it start to go into stuff, reveal stuff territory? That's, uh, stuff that's in the trailer is fair game. I haven't seen the trailer. Well, am I? <laughs> the stuff you could think being in the trailer. I don't know. I'll tell you if you're encroaching on that. But this is mo- more like general opinion and feelings rather than stuff that happens part. You know. Okay. So like. We'll talk about why we liked it, but in a more general sense for now. But I was going to say that Ebbing, Missouri is not a real place. Did you know that? It doesn't exist? No. Ooh. And they didn't film like any of this movie in Missouri. Ooh. (laughs) That's the weirdest part to like put it in your title, but nothing to do with any real Missouri things i thought purely a work of fiction that's what it's trying to communicate can you tell me why i thought it was a a based on a true story you thought it was you did yeah well like i feel like there was something at some point that like misled me i thought that did you not research a little bit apparently it is based off loosely i think no off of a family in texas no are you sure i'm sure that's why I was like, I thought it was based on a true story, but no, it's, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of similar cases of like the actual, you know, type of crime, but not the three billboards part. Crime? There, this is a crime movie? Yeah. Okay. Loose. Okay. Well, most people know what the billboards say, but yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> I didn't though, before going well, to see exactly it. Well, not exactly what they say, but It's okay. I'm not, of, I'm not most people. You're not. And, but it's okay. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm crying inside. <laughs> Please help save me. Yeah. Pull me from my pool of tears. No, the only thing that it was kind of based on is that the writer, director, producer, his name is what Martin was? McDonough. Yeah, yeah, him. He saw three billboards about. He was inspired by seeing billboards like that. About an unsolved crime and somewhere in the Alabama, Georgia, Florida area. I think he's trying to be vague so you don't go find them. But, and that's all it says. Like, it, it says the billboards are about an unsolved crime. But he knew nothing of the background of them. He just thought, like, oh, what would these billboards represent in the perspective of a mother? And that's what got him thinking. But... That doesn't mean there was an actual mother behind them. So that that's the only thing based on truth. But it, it's all fiction. I don't know why I was. I thought it was a true story. It's not. For those of you that might have thought that too, unless no, no one did. But it's, it's okay. a purely like original drama. 
Yeah, it's a very much a drama. That's what the uh, playwright or the sorry, the writer, <laughs> the screenwriter is known for. What? Purely dramas. Oh. Like or or really actually was. really like black comedies is what he's known for. Yeah, and this definitely had that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very serious, but it had, and I won't go into the details later. But it it has like, it's very very serious drama that's happening. But like, there's so many. Random... I'm just remembering this one particular. Please save sequence it. Please of, write of it down like that dark comedy. Okay. Coming out. I hope you out. remember it. I, I hope so, too. <laughs> There's, like, a lot of moments of, like, weird comedy, like, should I laugh? And it's kind of playing with that, like, how drama can sometimes be so dramatic that it's humorous. I feel like that was kind of Twin Peaks' goal, although it was more geared towards, like, mocking soap opera. I felt like this had a little bit of, like, mocking drama in it. Absolutely, I agree. <laughs> I completely agree. I mean, he he does it. You know, he knows the form. He knows what he's like writing, and so yeah, it's just it's 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 hard stuff. Trigger warnings, I guess. For yeah, definitely, you can't take this movie too seriously. Huh? Or like? No, I'm, I'm saying like it just if you, as a review, if you're like really sensitive to violence or racism or sexual assault. That's a trigger warning for this movie. <laughs> it's pretty scary. It's very, like, deep south, that kind of scary, which is very scary to me. <laughs> yeah, so that's my review. If if you don't like heavy dramas, probably don't watch it. I would say so, sure. I mean, definitely great acting. Yeah, it has great, uh, great, great action, I feel like. it's, it's It ke- keeps you on the edge of your toes. You want to see more uh see how it is all gonna play out i was pretty scared mm-hmm. it's true <laughs> there and, and exactly it's very it just takes you on a ride and that's what we have uh, been encountering with movies for this whole oscar yeah. season and it's been a real treat to be able to feel that i i've been kind of reignited by the magic of cinema through the <laughs> course of all of these screenings how yeah. about you zeleni yeah i mean even i'm not a, a drama person but this one was a really good drama. So I guess if, even if you're not a drama person, at least see a few good ones, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, I don't like them. But this one had enough like dark comedy and weird stuff that it kind of made up for it being like pretty sad <laughs> and dark. Just yeah. depressing. <laughs> I love Frances McDormand. McDormand? McDormand. She's, she was really good in this. It's true. Not no details yet, but she won uh, the Golden Globe for Best Actress, and you were right, Sam Rockwell won for mm-hmm. Best Supporting Actor, mm-hmm. and they they're both nominated. Two phenomenal actors. Yeah, she's nominated for the Oscar Best Actress, and him and Woody Harrelson are nominated for Best Supporting. Well, well- and I hope we get into this because I have my qualms about what defines supporting actor. Ooh, after this. I agree. I honestly think because uh, really Sam Rockwell supporting. I don't you know. You think he was between the line of supporting and I? Actor. Yeah, I want to get into that. I okay, get into we that. will. Let's bookmark that. Just don't, don't forget. Yeah. So this is like the first time in a while there's been two of the same movie and supporting actor mm-hmm. nomination. At the Oscar, it's also nominated. Well, it won at the Golden Globes for Best Picture Drama. 
and it has it's nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars as well as Best Original Screen Screenplay. And then one, two, three, four, five, two other things that I didn't list, but it's nominated for a total of seven Oscars. Dang. Probably editing and stuff like that. Right, exactly. Maybe not best director Adam. He's not at least he wrote it too, so he's nominated for the writing. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I really appreciated the music. The music in it is really good. It it has good folk and country songs. Mm. Yeah, it was very like murder documentary music. Yes. That kind of <laughs> like making a murder. I mean, there were t- times when the lyrics like had coincided with what was showing on being shown on screen. I felt like, and there weren't songs that I had really heard before. I didn't expect to hear. So I like the selections; they're diverse. And yeah, that's good. I'm really bad at paying attention to music very well. I mean, that's good. I'm it's kind of like <laughs> it's like editing, right? Because like if you don't notice it, then it must yeah, be pretty good. Exactly. Like I don't say that in a bad way. I just. It's hard for me to remember a score, but once I listen to it, I can, like, picture the movie. Like, if I listen to any score, I can be like, oh, that was in this part, even though I didn't even notice. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's definitely how so many people feel about Star Wars, I'm pretty sure. Well, most people can remember that, too, because it's famous. But maybe back then. Budget, it was kind of hard to find. I don't, I, I feel like... Um, budget and what is it called like gross whatever there was kind of a lot of different sources were saying pretty different things but budget was somewhere in the 12 15 million range and gross domestically around the 50 million dollar range and worldwide between like 100 114 million but there and there was another source i saw that was like 70 million so i don't know (laughs) it's hard i guess when it's changing often like oscar movies probably are all the time i mean i wonder how much more was spent in marketing afterward because that's a lot mm-hmm. of times the costs that don't get accounted for or they're not released per se publicly but like they don't count there. as part of the budget mm-hmm. yeah yeah th- that stuff is pretty different and i think there should be awards for marketing. Really? <laughs> the marketing awards? Yeah. That's well, for, at the Oscars. Revolutionary. Like, Why would you share such a brilliant idea to the public? Someone's going to go take it. Don't <laughs> you go. No, but I, like at the Oscars, there should be one for, I guess. The, the there clo- has to be. No, They're no, just no, not no. broadcast. No, there isn't. But the, the closest thing is production design, maybe. Mm. But that's of the actual uh, movie. No, 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 no. We're talking about the publicity best, department. I don't mean best marketing as in publicity. I mean, like, best, like, presentation. Like, trailer plus poster plus stuff like that, you know? That's not publicity? That is. But I'm just saying, like, that should be one award. Like, best publicity or... Not not who spent the most on or who ran the most commercials. That's not what I mean. Right? Who just the who did the best job? Yeah, like who looks right. best objectively oh, by merit. Yeah. So, and we might do something with that soon. Create like a best marketing award. Segment? No, but we're gonna might be doing something. Right. The video becoming a commercial. No, firm? like we're gonna. Oh yes, yes. Maybe record something, Maybe. but we'll see. 
Yeah, I'm trying to see if I have anything else that's not a spoiler. Oh, both Francis McDormand and Officer Dixon, that Sam Rock- Sam Rockwell's character, were their parts were written for them. It makes sense. I kind of. I didn't know who Sam Rockwell was mm, before this. He has all. <laughs> he has a professional relationship with Martin McDonough. You know. I bet. They've worked together in quite a few films. And oh. He was the lead in, I think, one of Martin McDonough's more recent films, done in 2012, I believe, released, called Seven Somethings. Seven Somethings? Seven Pounds? Huh? Seven Pounds? Definitely not Seven Pounds. Okay. It's like Seven Psychopaths. That's what oh, it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that in the research. Mm. You're right. Seven pounds. <laughs> I mean, that was with Will Smith, right? But that was a long time ago. Oh, I... that's a real movie. I just, I don't know. That was in 2012. <laughs> well, maybe. No, I don't. Know. Oh, uh, I guess we'll get this to this later. But this movie has inspired some forms of activism. Oh, we're gonna get into that later in the activism section. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess for now. Just what's your formal review? My formal review? Before we move on to spoilers. Well, just so you know, this has not been pre-prepared. Everything <laughs> that you're about to hear is Nothing off is the cuff. Everything. <laughs> My formal review is that I enjoyed this movie very much. And I was pleasantly surprised by it. It, it took me off guard. I, I wasn't expecting... Yeah so much of it i didn't expect it to be so suspenseful and with very heightened dramatic stakes yeah it's very like unpredictable mm-hmm. which as we've learned it's a good thing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> always a good thing because they, they because they deliver on that unpredictability this was it was like extra unpredictable not even the kind that's like oh maybe i didn't i couldn't have seen that coming but you know whatever this is like what what just happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's a lot of that. And I was scared. Like, we... Wait, I can't tell that story because it's... <laughs> Review section. Um, I just... I, no, I can't. I mean, should I tell them <laughs> if I'd go see it now or later? No, now. Okay. I, I recommend this film. Okay. <laughs> I recommend you go see this film. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. If you like dramas, especially. That that should be the rule from now on. Is that at the end of the review section? We we have. Oh okay. I thought we usually save it to like towards the very end. No, we we save our we save our grade just right, the letter it. grade. But that's good. So it's like the first half, second half. Yeah, yeah. All the review though is like your formal recommendation, and that's how we end it. Okay. Yeah, well, that, I recommend I think, it. Yeah. Nice. That's it's great. dramatic though, and it's a little scary. <laughs> so be sure to go rent it at your local movie store. <laughs> They don't have those anymore. What? <laughs> well, moving on. Okay. <laughs> and so, I guess that brings us... Stop listening. <laughs> if, if you haven't seen this movie... Because we're going to go into spoilers here. It's spoiler time. It is. It it's is. We should. We should really have time. a jingle for that. I know. I know. Yeah. You should record that. Well, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll see about it. Okay. I'll talk to my peeps. What, what was you, where are you going to talk about that 
you're bookmarked. Um, well, it was going oh, to be a example, couple of things. An example of dark, the dark comedy. Yes, and Sam yeah. Rockwell, best supporting actor. Those were right, my right, two. Right, 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 right. Those are my two. Bookmarks. Yeah, got it. Okay, okay, so which one do you want to address them now? Yeah, what was the dark comedy example? Because we oh. talked about how this movie has a lot of dark comedy in it, though the subject matter is very, very, very serious. Yes, and like I, I want to just absolutely stress that you should not be listening now if you have not already seen the movie. Yeah. This <laughs> reveals a very major plot point. So our favorite, uh, our favorite sheriff, who we love to hate, hate to love, is played by Woody Harrelson. What's his character's name? Oh crap! Oh Willoughby. Or oh yeah, it, he, he's on the that, billboard. He's on the billboard for crying out loud. <laughs> his name, Chief Willoughby. <laughs> um, you know he he has he has cancer, he and does. cancer is usually not funny. No, usually not funny. <laughs> But I feel like there was so much dark comedy in that character, right? Because he had everything going right for him and everything going wrong for him. Mm. And he just, like, looked at it as though everything in this life that he's had is just a piece of crap. And then he finally decides to take it into his own hands. He dies mm -hmm. um, on the best day of his life that he's had in a long time. Yeah. And what I found as a great piece of dark comedy was his letters being yes, narrated out loud yes. as they uh, <laughs> were showing, like, the aftermath of his death mm -hmm. and everybody reacting to him. Yeah, they were so funny. And he paid for the billboard. I don't know. It was just all, like, very joking and, and lighthearted. Who else to deliver them other than the voice of Woody Harrelson? Yeah, he's good. I actually didn't realize he was in this before watching it. And I, also, was, I was pleasantly surprised to see him when he popped up. Yeah, another <laughs> actor that Martin McDonough collaborated mm, a whole lot with. Makes sense. Or yeah. Not a whole lot, but collaborated in the past. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he was good. And yeah, that, you're right. The whole cancer and suicide things were made lighthearted somehow. And just the whole movie had really weird... Like like when she throws a cereal in his face and it's just like really weird, but then it's like funny. It's like, what? There's just so many moments like that that are just, or she would always like retort something really oh, sassy. Oh, remember the, um, yeah, their conversation with the daughter right before she left. It's yeah. like the only scene we see with her. Yeah. And That's so scary. Well, it clearly shows that, you know, the whole billboards thing and manic kind of methods is because of guilt i think i mean that makes sense speak of the guilt like <laughs> speak of the guilt <laughs> well i don't know this is kind of going into dark territory but i want to know what you think sort of um i mean because because thinking about the structure of the film like it kind of has this gone girl type of feel if you remember Gone Girl, yeah, yeah. Uh, where well, like, the media is just like all... Don't give away too much spoiler, but yeah. Well, Stuff like that's fine. Okay. Yeah, because the media is all like, you know, about it. Mm -hmm. Like they want to cover it and get... Not so much as it isn't Gone Girl. It's like a central... No, yeah. Still, I think that part of the movie's message is to make us consider how media works and how they depict the mm -hmm. um, case of somebody uh, like uh, being murdered, right? Yeah. Especially like a girl. Yeah. And 
I've wondered if like because in the scene that we see her in, we see her the way she's talking to her mom and behaving mm-hmm. and acting. I wonder does that change like the sympathy that we have for the person? I don't think so because of the gravity. She's pretty typical, like well, teenager. It's also kind of like, I mean, that uh, unfortunately a lot of families like this exist mm-hmm. in the U.S., especially where parent-child relationships are a little more like we've talked about before. It's a little more of like an equals kind of thing rather than an authority figure, respect kind of thing, like in a lot of other cultures, like Mexican or maybe like Indian, whatever. But it, it's not you don't have that same like kind of authority and you have your parents are like law and and in the u.s i think those lines are a lot more gone <laughs> especially in like these i, I don't know low-income families that are just struggling and for whatever reason i mean we also have the whole thing about the dad being abusive for a long time to mildred which is francis mcdormand Sledy. you know what i want what some croissants. Not right now. <laughs> we hope, we wish We're you, busy. We, sorry. <laughs> After. It takes like 10 minutes. I can't Actually, wait. it takes like 8. That's going to be a great reward. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we so. We wish we could share croissants with you. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it it doesn't change my sympathy. Like, it makes sense. She's rebellious and she talks like her mother. Like, they talk the same. So, it's like... I wonder where she learned it. And she also had an abusive father. Like, come on. Okay. That's a lot. I mean, uh, I felt bad for the poor boy who was... The actor was in Lady Bird. Do you remember? Mm, no spoilers about Lady Bird, but he was there. <laughs> remember with Lady Bird? I, I kind of remember. The, the, the boy is the same boy. That she liked? The first one. Oh, the blonde one. That's right. Yeah. I didn't. I kind of didn't realize, but I was like, he kind of looks familiar. Yeah, him. And I think even the the girl was in What's Lady Bird. His name? I forgot. Oh. Lucas. Oh, <laughs> Lucas something. <laughs> the day actors uh, become known by their first name. Yeah. No. Yeah. He. His name's Lucas, and he looks like a Lucas. But <laughs> anyway, I felt you bad. You look like a Zeleny. Thanks. <laughs> No, he, he, I I was surprised how he ended up being like so polite, first of all, but also that like Mildred was doing all these crazy things and then just dropping him off at school. Like that's dangerous for a boy in the South. This, you know, she was, everyone in the town was against her and this boy had to go to school and like be like, oh, sorry, this is awkward. My mom's crazy. Not Mildred's way, but yeah. Just go over to the school and punch a student in the yeah, stomach. Like, or two. No, or just one. I mean, I can't remember what she did. To, she, she punched both of them. Yeah, she did in the crotch. A boy oh. and a girl in the crotch. Oh. High school students. How do you do that? As a as like 50-year-old woman. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That she was, had all the heads turning. Like, she, she just, yeah, she just beat up his classmates and then left him there. You can't do that. Like, they're I gonna, would, they're gonna I would skip up. school and never go back home <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, like, no, poor boy. I feel like he was the justice, hashtag justice for that boy. That boy? <laughs> Who is? Lucas. Lucas. Playing is his name? Oh, uh, someone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
someone hayes i'm last sorry name. this is me dropping the ball again <laughs> i should have been prepared no no it's just he's not a major character clearly by justice usually the person that needs justice is not a major character i don't know but justice for him so anyway i i don't know i think that the daughter being rebellious just made sense in this kind of environment like i don't blame her that's a rough situation but yeah, then there's all the guilt that she has. So, Sam Rockwell was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. However, he was also on the screen for a good half of the movie. I mean, he ends up being in the last shot after all. Yeah. And, um, I mean, he is there with us from beginning to end. I mean, and... He's a very he plays a very important character. It's a it. scary character. It's a very scary. I character. I mean, that's that's the biggest controversy about this movie. Is is it really? I mean, yeah, because there's just it. His racism is leaning on offensive. <laughs> yeah. Even by like past being a movie kind of thing, offensive. Like, yeah, it's offensive because it's a character that's racist, but. Some people might be offended by just the writer taking it so far. You think so? I know so. I read up on it. I don't know. I can't speak for minority I think minority it's important experience. to keep in mind that this is like a fiction. No, I know, but you can't speak for yeah. the people, the racism's targeting. Mm-hmm. So if they say so, it's like, okay, that's valid, I think. But yeah, that that's the main controversy. It's just... It's also weird how it seems to be actually in the now times. Mm-hmm. It actually is not. It doesn't have like a date associated ever to it. Like at all. Even even when I looked it up, there's no year. I think that's like brilliant, right? Because yeah, it it's timeless. Yeah. And how the film title itself is so focused on the what and the where. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't want us to think about when. Yeah. You know, just kind of like. It kind of like disorients you to think like, you know, to reflect and think just on your current self, whatever time you're in. Yeah. It just, a lot of time, a lot of it, I felt like it was a long time ago because, but no, then they talk about Google and I'm like, oh, not that long ago. Maybe it's now actually. And people are still this racist, which is scary. It definitely is not like, yeah. But there was a lot of like, oh, torturing colored people so there was a lot that felt old like law wise that they could like torture he he, well i mean it's important to like realize he created a world like it's not like supposed to reflect like a real like i mean not to reflect per se but to depict a um government that exists act like completely that way right now i don't know it just in trump's america this seems very probable that these towns exist i i i I can because they're who voted for him right well this is yeah (laughs) i don't know that's scary she she mildred wouldn't have voted for trump maybe or maybe she did i don't know (laughs) we don't know when this movie took place she's the person who burns down the voting booth (laughs) Yeah, so, well, I guess that brings me to a good point of how 
this movie was one of the first times I see a super clear, like, recurring theme. Like, I can't even remember what it's called. It's like an English lit thing where, like, a certain object or something. The motif? Yeah, motif. Like, you know, in Crime and Punishment, there's, like, bridges. And every time there's a bridge, it's like, oh, okay, something... No, I've never seen Crime and Punishment. It's Should a, I? It's a book. Are you going to punish me? It's a book. You know, punishing is a crime. <laughs> it's a book, not a movie. I saw the book. <laughs> it's it's a horrible book, but that's the one that came to mind where there, there's like bridges a lot. And every time there's a bridge, it's like something important's happening oh. thematically, you know? Right. But so that, that you is saw called, that in this movie? Yeah, like very With intensely. With the three billboards? No. Not I saw the, that as a motif. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> no. <laughs> they even talked about the <laughs> They titled words. it after the motif. <laughs> no, the motif in this movie is fire. Fire? Yeah. Every time. Yeah, fire. <laughs> well, well, I remember one time maybe they showed fire. Are you serious? There's like three. Three? Yeah, they burned down the billboards. Uh, Yeah. They what burned else? down the police station. Oh, shit. <laughs> she did. No, I think it was a motif of fire and fighting fire with fire. And what else did they burn down? Those are the main things. Oh. I don't think that qualifies enough for being a motif. It is. I think they're just like... No, it is because it it's a motif about... It's symbolic of them fighting each other fire with fire. And at the end... I listen, like how you're reading into it. No, no, no. Listen, it gets tied. No, no, no. Listen. It gets tied together in the end because they finally f- break the cycle of fighting fire with fire. Like, f- the fighting fire with fire is, like, the whole using violence, beating people up, and burning down shit. Like, all of that, to me, f- means fighting fire with fire. Just going hard. And at the very Ooh, end... I'm just remembering. So, did she burn down the police station in response to him burning down? Yes. Oh. So, that was... I missed that watching. <laughs> I just thought I just thought that she was burning it down. She's pissed. She's no. like, <laughs> no, she just she was mad. She knew. Did who she did. know that he was in there? I think no. I don't know. It was kind of. I don't. I don't remember. What's that deputy's name? Dixon. Deputy Dixon. <laughs> Ironically, yeah. When they said that, I was like, ha, good one. <laughs> yeah. So that was like the physical representation of fighting fire with fire. But they were doing it the whole time. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, the fighting fire with fire. And to the end where it's like literally going to go kill someone. That's their last fighting with violence and fire and bad things. But then at the very last moment, they finally break it. They they are like, I don't know. We'll just have to decide. Yeah, which is on our code way for we're not doing it because we're positive and happy now as the end of the movie. It's okay. That's interesting. I don't think it's as open ended as it seems. Hmm. You think it just wraps up pretty well like that? Yeah. Like it's it's trying to trick you to think it's open ended, but they wouldn't have put that if I don't know, they didn't mean it for it to be true. I mean, I think that we're supposed to speculate on whether or not they killed them or not. Mm-hmm. Uh whether or not they've changed enough. But I think they have I think it makes it pretty clear a clear case that yeah because they finally find like some weird friendship in each other and yeah just kind of finally get that realization that maybe fighting fire with fire isn't really getting anywhere (laughs) and it's just been bringing a lot of shit because like he's all burned up and 
she's uh, still seeking justice and the advertising guy is also all broken up like everyone ended up hurt and messed up and then nothing came of it they never found the actual culprit which is just proves the point i think that's the message and fire was used as a physical representation of it that's mighty mighty great and <laughs> what are they? that's mighty great detective work you got there, <laughs> thanks no i used to get really bad grades in english class and in our discussion parts because i could never figure out this shit but maybe now i finally now that it's interesting it's not stupid crime and punishment which is boring so it's a lot more interesting <laughs> this way it's true I mean, what other crime movies could we watch? I don't want to watch more crime movies. They're fun. It's scary. It's true. Yeah. We already saw I, Tanya. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> oh, well, we haven't talked about how it's unique in, in its redemption of the villain. Well, it, it builds on what we were saying about his character, right? He's very hateable. He's very hateable, and uh, yet somehow... I felt I was starting to feel empathetic towards him towards the end. Not empathetic. Did I say empathetic. I meant sympathetic. Yeah. But he was just so ugh, gross, and mm, I don't know. And and the chief was so cool and nice, like such a good example. And he's just a racist asshole. Mm-hmm. And he was super racist to the new chief, and it's just like, come on. Yes. Oh, and I hate that. Ugh, there's. Like his mother, like there's so many old ladies like that, and then they just piss me off so much that just hate on everything and everyone. Like she was so mean about the billboards and all that. It's just like, why? Why are you so negative? <laughs> just because other people are living their lives. I don't know. I just hate that she exists a lot. <laughs> like she was just egging on crusty. his. She's very crusty. She is. She's just. She's just egging on at all his racism and I so here was my theory the whole time which I was thinking that it would be but I was like no it can't be because it would be too basic we, that's what he wants us to think Pretty is funny. that you know I thought that Deputy Dixon was the murderer yeah I thought that too for a sec that like this movie is just so unpredictable yeah I you know, know and then we get to it and it's definitely when the sheriff kills himself that mm. we can start to look back and reflect on what Dixon's role is and, and what kind of person he is because he really looked up to the sheriff. But you'd think he'd be more, like, tolerant <laughs> if he was... he Like, he should have been following his example instead of just, like, admiring him. <laughs> right. Well, he was a little dumb, remember? Yeah, he was. But very... he had been affected by his father. He had? That was the whole deal. His father left his mother and his had mother had to go... I, like I think I don't really? know. Like his father died. I can't remember one of those two. I missed that. Uh, it was definitely in there, and that mm-hmm. it was. He mentions it in the letter, the sheriff's letter. Oh. Uh, he's like, I know that you're just you got a lot of anger because of what happened with your father leaving your blah blah, blah and ha- you having to go take care of her. I think that he died. I think that his father died, mm. and his father had been taking care of his mother, which is why he had to go take care of his mom, mm-hmm. and he's just been spiraled into this thing but he knew that deep down inside that dixon was a good guy 
And so that's it's the crazy. good guy inside. I don't know inside. how he saw that. <laughs> but well, because that's what that's what um, you know leads us to start believing for the first time that he has the potential to be a good Maybe. guy. I was pretty skeptical. Or, or that something had like made him mad. Something had triggered it. Yeah. No, I was skeptical, but also glad that it's a good redemption. I mean, redemption is a very important thing mm. that. It doesn't get shown too often, I don't think, with villains. Is that a theme of this movie? Yeah. Fire with fire and redemption. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, they kind of go together. Well, I don't know. It was scary, though. Like, I was constantly on edge. I never knew when someone... Because I'm really scared of, like, random violence because I don't want to see it. So, like, I'm scared it's going to, like, pop out at me and I won't be able to, like, look away. I was, like, constantly in this whole movie. What do you think about the guy, the character that we are led to believe that uh, is the He's murderer? so scary. I, I knew from the second. He walked. The he first, threw the. No, no, no. The first shot of him. I was like, really? oh, God. I think this is the, the one. But he wasn't in the end. But still, <laughs> the closest. <laughs> That's incredible, though, how, like, from the very beginning. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. Or he did that as an actor. Or, I don't know. But. I was like, shady, shady, right away. Absolutely. I'm creep, creep fest. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, is this vigilante justice good when it's like against someone so vile? I mean, you know. Well, just like what I wanted to wrap up about the... Well, I, I have one last. Oh, go ahead. The activism, it's inspired. Tell me more. <laughs> So it's kind of inspired like a format of just protest of using like the same kind of wording of as the billboards, using billboards or something similar. So like the one that was most relevant to us and right now is there was one version for the protesting of the Parkland school shooting, the really stoneman douglas right yeah so they rented like three vans to circle mark rubio's offices and like each each van had like a billboard on it oh yeah so it's like billboard as protest yeah well the same thing as this movie except these were on vans Mm -hmm. and they were like formatted the same way so that it was like the the billboards read slaughtered in school and still no gun control how come Marco Rubio? Whoa. Yeah. And they were going around his office. <laughs> Do you think that this movie inspired that? Well, yeah. Like, these were direct. Like, it looked. They were red and everything like the movie. Oh. Like, they're inspired by the movie. Wow. So. That's incredible. Yeah. And there's been a few for different types of protests. Like, some in England of about, like, healthcare Stuff like that. So. Do you feel like it's sparking a little bit of a... I mean, that a movement? I think it's just more like a format of protest that is culturally relevant. Do you think it's going to last long? I don't know. Okay. But that's cool. Yeah. I mean... I think it matters that it's able to generate some sort of action. Yeah. Uh, and especially among youth. There was one case where they, like... They put up actual billboards about a journalist. I don't think it was in the U.S., but a journalist that died. It might have been the U.S., but I don't remember. And the government took him down, like, the next day. And it, that was very controversial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Me I neither. Mean, I wonder why. Me neither. But you should look up the Marco Rubio ones. I looked them up, and they, they do look like the... 
the red and black text. Just very like. Wow. Well, I guess really cool. We should also express our sympathies to Florida. Yeah, for sure. For their recent losses and and yeah. What did you want to wrap up with? Oh, I wanted to wrap up just a little bit about Sam Rockwell, um, and what I meant about the best supporting actor category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he w- he won the Golden Globe and he was nominated for the best uh, supporting actor Oscar uh, Academy Award. But I argue he, I think he really should have been considered a best actor. Mm-hmm. This movie had no best actor, right? No, no, no best actor. Woody Harrelson. Because he was in only half of the movie, so therefore he is the natural pick. It's similar to how in Little Miss Sunshine... Oh, wait. That's a spoiler. <laughs> Never mind. I Don't can't. tell me. Everyone's always trying to spoil that movie. Well... Because everyone's seen it, <laughs> except so, me. But, but, you know, he doesn't... He, he stays in the whole movie. And because he's in the movie so much, has so many lines, and incredible acting for the entire thing, he deserves the best actor nomination now maybe he, he got nominated for best supporting maybe that it, yes and oh. that's maybe i'm wondering if it's just because the actor lot was so full that they wanted to put him in a category that they felt like he could be more competitive in. yeah i think that's what i was gonna say because the way the oscars works it's like campaigning mm. so you have to campaign for what you want to be what categories you want to be in. I did not know that. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I want to look more into it. Maybe if we do any kind of Oscar special or anything, we can talk about it. Mm -hmm. But it's really interesting because it's like what you choose to be nominated for, where you think you have the best chance. So it makes sense. Maybe they just thought he would have a better chance here or by putting two people in. I don't know. like (laughs) Because they have two people in the category at this point. So I guess we'll see next week. For sure. Or this week when this episode comes out. Dang. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, so what's your final grade? What's yours? Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Um, I know. I, what did I give uh, I, Tanya A+. Plus? Yeah, you loved that one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> In hindsight, I would give it maybe an A. Really? Maybe. But there's no regrades allowed. Uh, Wait, Itania? Yeah. Oh my God! How dare you backtrack? I know. Okay, I'll keep it A plus. And I mean, I feel bad, but I really want to give three bo- billboards an A plus as well. Then do it. What? You okay. don't have a quota. Okay, A plus. Okay, but you liked it more than Itania. You were like crazy about Itania. I was crazy about Itania. However. <laughs> You made a very valid point during it, which I, I acknowledged at the time, but I definitely did not, it didn't sink in to me until much later about who was not included in the story. Oh, got it. And that just okay. really made me. Well, that's how I tie our podcast, but yeah. yeah. I mean, we Listen to that one. If twice you know. about my final verdict. Got it. Got it. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I would give it an A minus. Well, she's made that impacted me. What? <laughs> What? A minus. I'm just not a drama person. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. That's okay. Yeah. So it aggregates out to an A. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's it's good. Like, I don't know if I'm pulling for it. I guess. A for average. No. No, it was good. I, we're being too picky. It's just hard when they're all good, you know? 
Mm, it's true. It's like a <laughs> except the emoji movie. Yeah, that was our balancer. Follow us at Heike Book Club to see what's next. I don't know if That's we'll, our, our we'll still do. Yeah, at Twitter. We don't uh, have an Instagram. No. Because we don't want you to see photos. I mean, what kind of photos would you... I mean, this is an audible experience. Yeah, we know. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know if after the Oscars, we'll do one more movie, Oscar movie, because I'm worried we'll, we won't have done the one that wins. So, oh. if we don't... If we we'll haven't record done... it before, but... It might oh, be released after. Yeah, you're right. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. But we might continue doing another Oscar movie because I feel like we've already gone this far. Might as well. Well, we have another one that we, I, we definitely right, should right. do. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So look forward to that. We might have. No, I won't promise that now. We'll see what we come out with. Oh, but I think we'll, right. we we want to do some special stuff for the Oscars week. <laughs> so... Go be sure to go to follow us, and uh, we thank you for tuning in. We hope you appreciated your listening experience. Yeah, and hopefully it's a little better than usual. We'll see. You, you, you know, if you want to let us know, you can comment below. <laughs> yep. Yeah.